You're listening to The Luxury Item, the podcast on the business of luxury and the people and companies that are shaping the future of the luxury industry. Here's your host, Scott Kerr. Luxury travel trailers are having their moment. With international air travel from the U.S. put on hold, it's been boom time for the great American road trip and for recreational vehicles, or RVs as they're called, which have been selling out across the nation as cooped up U.S. residents take to the highway for adventure. Luxury has become the privacy you're afforded, and elite travelers are paying top dollar for the privacy afforded by luxury recreation vehicles. According to the latest industry statistics, sales of all RVs for 2021 are likely to reach more than 576,000, up from a very strong 430,000 in 2020. That's almost a 35% increase. Sales of the largest and most expensive motorhomes and trailers were in decline right up until the pandemic, but they've since rebounded spectacularly. More and more companies are reinventing the RV concept with streamlined and stylish vehicles, off-grid capabilities, and ultra-lux amenities that make it easy to indulge your wanderlust without sacrificing the finer things in life. One ultra-luxury RV company that's been capturing the attention of affluent American outdoor lovers is Bolus. Bolus travel trailers feature modern technology and exterior design with Art Deco roots from the 1930s. Bolus history stretches back almost 90 years to when designer and aircraft builder Holly Bolus who oversaw the construction for Charles Lindbergh's Spirit of St. Louis, created a sensation with the first aluminum riveted trailer in 1934. Bolus ended up going bankrupt a few years later, but was brought back to life by my guest today on The Luxury Item. Geneva Long is founder and CEO of Bolus. While studying at the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania, Geneva first conceptualized her company after a cross-country trip with her parents in a restored 1935 Bolus Road Chief. She eventually resurrected the iconic Bolus brand in 2014 with the goal of elevating the travel experience for 21st century adventurers by reimagining that original aluminum travel trailer as today's most advanced RV. In 2020, Geneva was selected as a member of the Forbes 30 Under 30 list and is the first female founder of an RV brand. Welcome to the luxury item, Geneva. Thank you so much, Scott. Happy to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for joining me. You know, the story behind how the rebirth and relaunch of this 90-year-old Bolus brand all came about is really fascinating. I talk a little a little about it in the opening, but I was wondering if you could share with the audience the story behind it and how it all came about. Absolutely. Um, the Bolus has a fascinating history that starts in 1934 with ties to the spirit of St. Louis and Hollywood stars like Clark Gable and Carol Lombard. Um, more importantly, it's the first riveted aluminum uh, RV and, and of course, yes, the one copied by all the others. Uh, when I first started uh, with the idea of reimagining the brand over 10 years ago, I felt the need to also create a performance luxury market uh, since one did not exist in the RV industry except for uh, two players in the million dollar plus coach segment, which I would say are more luxury than performance. Mm-hmm. Um, no one was challenging the RV industry's very traditional thinking that bigger is better or the concept that luxury is defined by granite countertops and lazy boy recliners. Um, They're also the RV industry that is known for poor quality and uh, compared to the automotive market, it would be as if no luxury automobiles existed with everyone driving a Ford or GM product from the 1970s. As a a result, the the sophisticated buyer was was looking for performance and luxury and um, didn't see themselves as RV owners or campers. 
uh, we created this category, um, which we called luxury land travel, because that's the experience that uh, design and, and product features of the bull is delivered. Back then, did you see a trend that was going on that you saw the need for something like this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, 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 it has been a trend for, for a long time. I think everyone, um, the pandemic has sort of allowed us to uh, have a bunch of new buyers that discovered this wonderful secret that, that we've known for a while, which is uh, luxury land travel. And, and of course that's exciting, but there's, there's many others who, who already knew about that secret uh, or not so secret anymore right. many years ago as well. So absolutely it's a trend that's only continued to to explode. I know the original story, um, you were traveling with your parents and I think they had, they actually restored a 1935 road chief. How did that come about? Yeah. So, um, my, my parents have always been, um, collectors of, uh, streamlined modern, uh, vehicles specifically. And, uh, of course the bolus fits perfectly in that category and, and was really, um, the best of the best, not only the first, but also the highest quality in the thirties itself. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that restoration started and, and lasted for quite some time, um, to restore it to 1930s perfection. And, uh, then we took a trip, uh, with it in, uh, over 10 years ago at this point. Um, across the country. And the reaction to it was just, you know, absolutely, absolutely wonderful. I think that the shape and, um, and uh, obviously, it's an incredibly beautiful, beautiful um, automobile really brings that um, sense of adventure mm -hmm. for everyone seeing it. And uh, that was at the point that, um, you know, the idea was sparked. And uh, we went away and did uh, prototyping and design to design the modern bolus, which although has that wonderful design DNA from the 30s is still a very different, different vehicle. Um, it's taller, it's longer. Um, and of course, it has all the modern, right. modern conveniences to it. And, uh, you know, when, when we did that, the, the vehicle, the modern bolus was born. And, and uh, you know that that a lot of the the important parts of the 1930s uh, bolus have continued to modern day. You know we continue to offer the very best in in fit and finishes. We offer the ability to tow the bolus with your favorite luxury vehicle um, and and be off grid with excess amounts of power, so you can work and travel as you wish. Um, it really changes the way that that someone can even explore uh, so in modern times as well. So is it hard to acquire the rights to the bolus name? Uh, the original trademarks were, were zombie trademarks. Um, and, and though they were never officially trademarked in the 1930s, they're mm -hmm. of course remembered as a heritage brand, um, right. especially since it's the, the first riveted travel trailer. Um, and generally bringing back such a legacy brand is, is no simple feat. However, in our case, we're delighted to hold all these trademarks related to our brand now. Right. So how many of those original trailers still exist? About uh, half of the originals still exist. Um, most of them are in private collections um, and without a doubt, aircraft construction methods and 2024 T3 aluminum exteriors contributed to that longevity of the bolus. Um, but the last restored bolus sold at uh, Goodings auction for 189,000. So, mm. um, which is interesting, you know, originally they sold for 1200, um, right. which which was quite, was quite the price back then. So, Boluses are, are definitely seen as the ultimate RV to collect. And, and like you mentioned, we, we have that 1935. 
So the new Bolus travel trailers still have that teardrop shaped aerodynamic design and gleam polish riveted aluminum construction like the 1930s model. So how closely did you stick to the original look and design for the new version? We stayed very true to the design DNA in particular the shape. Um, but you know it, it's important to remember above all else the bolus is still a vehicle so that aerodynamic shape of the bolus means that um, for example today's tesla x can tow it for 175 to 200 miles per charge and just for reference a 10 foot shorter aluminum travel trailer of another brand will deplete the tesla charge after about 50 to 75 miles um, so really an excellent example of how great engineering stands the test of time. Um, and, and of course, the bolus shell is completely enclosed, which provides another advantage um, as well. So, so we, kept, we kept that same design um, throughout that time. Um, and on the interior, we, we felt we needed to you know, define RV luxury. And while the 1930s um, bolus was very advanced for its time, the, the ice box needed to, of course, be updated to what you'd expect for, from a performance luxury automobile. Yeah, which leads me to the question, did you make any changes to the design to adapt to the needs of basically today's traveler? Yes, so the the original bolus um, compared to the modern day bolus got taller, it, it got wider, and of course because it's a monocoque design, when one thing changes, everything changes. Um, and then we updated it with the ability to go off grid for a long period of time. The original bolus did not have a bathroom, so of course that got added for the modern um, modern traveler. And um, you know we were we were the first to to add uh, wonderful features like heated floors, uh, live work solutions like charging stations, routers, Wi-Fi amplifiers, and uh, lithium power with sophisticated power management systems. So of course those those weren't quite existing in the 1930s. So we, we updated it with the best quality of those as well. So during the pandemic, as you're working on new models, have you, got, have you gotten requests from customers or potential customers asking for things that are more relevant to the way people are living today in a post-pandemic world? Yeah, I think that's a that's a really great question. Um, you know, some of I, I'd love to mention the the Terraforma edition, which we we just released as um, a great example. You know, we we launched the Terraforma in I believe early 2021, and that's proven to be our most successful launch to date. Uh, Terraforma takes our performance edition and further merges technology and craftsmanship. Um, and it provides enhancements, including air and water filtration systems, pet-friendly additions such as remote temperature temperature monitoring and uh, food bowls and, and beds for dogs, as well as a smart brake controller, touchscreen power management, and uh, GPS tracking, um, and comes with a beautiful all-new color story. Um, and I think that really, really speaks to, you know, we, we listened to that feedback um, that our customers were giving and, and that product really speaks to those needs. We found more, more people were looking for to travel to extended period for extended periods of time. They were looking to bring along all members of their family, including their pets. And mm -hmm. uh, those features we're really excited to to include in that Terraform. So how many so how many models? Uh, you have the Terraformer. What other uh, models do you have there? We have three models. Um, okay. we have the uh, Endless Highways, we have the Endless Highways Performance Edition, and we have the Terraforma. So now that you've overseen the launch of three different models since founding the company, like what are some of the most important things that you've learned about building a luxury brand? What has been critical is having a clear vision of what I want to achieve um, and to deviate from that as little as possible. 
I think it's important to never compromise on what you feel is vital to your users. And in our world, our buyers are very astute and recognize quality. Um, it's almost like a silent language. We, we all know it when we see it, um, but one needs to understand it to do what we do. You know, and Bolus to me is like one of the, I call them the sleeping beauty brands, you know, brands that have been dormant for a while. If we retain the potential brand equity that can be conjured up in the minds of consumers by basically re-articulating the brand's heritage. And sometimes brand revivals are met with mixed results. What was your reactivation strategy around a heritage brand like Bolus? Yeah, great, great question. Our, our reactivation strategy uh, leaned heavily into digital acquisition and PR. Um, we had some really fantastic experiences with some wonderful members of the press early on. And uh, they, of course, you know, review everything and, and can really, really know that quality when they see it. And uh, of course, when you have a product as unique and beautiful as the Bolus, it makes getting out your message just a little bit easier. So I'm sure many of the customers probably never even heard of Bolus. So uh, I'm assuming that was helpful, no? Absolutely, yeah. So, so uh, you know, having having a brand like Bolus that hadn't hadn't existed since the 1930s, there was definitely um, that educational component of the of the history to um, share with everyone. And I think it's you know such a wonderful story of of Bolus being the original um, and not necessarily a story everyone knows, um, but but is excited to hear about. Um, so that that was definitely uh, a part of our reactiv reactivation strategy as well. And Bolus relaunched in an RV industry that has been seen quite a bit of consolidation and has become highly competitive among the dominant players. So how does Bolus uniquely position itself against other luxury trailer brands like Airstream and Living Vehicle or Spacecraft? So a great question. Um, we generally are not positioned against anyone. The, the three you mentioned um, are about the idea that bigger is better. And like I mentioned earlier in our conversation, that's that's not something we we ascribe to here at Bolus um, because a bigger size also means significant limitations. Uh, often buyers who have never owned an RV don't realize that these behemoths will really limit their adventures. Uh, for instance, anything over 26 feet is usually too long to fit in the national parks and, and many state parks as well. So that means that um, the owners of larger RVs have to stay at those big campgrounds you might've seen outside the parks. Um, for our owners, that's not part of their travel uh, fantasy. They wanna, they wanna be in the middle of it all. Um, and something like uh, you know the the other the other brands that you mentioned come in around sixteen thousand to eighteen thousand pounds compared to the Bolus at four thousand pounds, which means you have to ditch your luxury vehicle and purchase a giant pickup because that's simply what's required to tow it. Um, giant RVs are not that much fun to drive, um, <laughs> so you need to consider that um, when you go to think about what type of adventure venture you're looking for. And again, the, the three you mentioned tend to lend themselves more like a home than a vehicle. Uh, for example, Airstream's new model uh, designed by Pottery Barn is by nature who Pottery Barn serves, right. which is not a luxury execution. Um, and you know the, the living vehicle and, and spacecrafts, granite style like countertops are all reminiscent of traditional McMansions. Um, so it's, it's, you know, our, our demographic and our owners already have stunning homes and they're not necessarily looking for another home. They're looking for the, uh, the fusing of performance and luxury, which isn't possible when you see an RV as a home instead of a vehicle. Um, our owners want to be in that national park, having that complete experience instead of visiting from outside a campground. Yeah. And, you know, sales of luxury recreational vehicles soared 
last year and the momentum doesn't seem to be stopping this year. So what has been the zeitgeist that has been driving a lot of these RV sales? For our owners, um, our, our owners are people who have seen the world, but not necessarily experienced domestic luxury land travel here in uh, America and, and Canada. Um, they visited the large cities, uh, but they haven't had those unique experiences that happen along the way or are hidden off the major highways. Um, most are craving the signature national and state parks adventures. Uh, many haven't experienced incredible drives like uh, Pacific Coast Highway. Um, this group has not, for instance, experienced, you know, that, that wonderful, um, wonderful fantasy and, and of course can be a reality of waking up with that, you know, perfect latte made in your bolus while seeing a, an elk or moose trek by near, you know, nearby. And, <laughs> and those are incredible experiences that I think um, has been, has been bringing a lots, lots of owners to the bolus and, and been driving RV premium sales as well. Yes, I'm saying so outside of Bolus, do you think it's the pandemic effect of the outdoors being a safer place to be? Or is it being able to maintain control over your surroundings while still getting out of your home and reconnecting with nature? Yeah, so I, I think all of those things really speak to people. I think uh, being able to travel in your own environment is is such a special thing. I think the um, with something like a bolus, the freedom and flexibility and spontaneity that you can have while while doing um, land travel is something really exciting. And I think during this time, we've we've all craved that spontaneity that seems to be um, missing from everyday life more than before. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's a really special um, special thing about RV travel and kind of like that secret I was I was mentioning earlier. Um, of more people finding out about this way to travel. It allows flexibility to visit friends, family. Again, something, something that we've all not had as much of this year as we've, we've been wanting. So it really provides that flexibility, that cocoon-like environment to feel safe adventuring in. And I think all of those are things that, that will continue um, as well. So how soon after the pandemic hit Back in March uh, of last year, did Bolas start getting a pickup of potential buyers interested in a travel trailer? I, I would say right away. You know, the the pandemic allowed buyers like ours to take extended time off, so the the interest in Bolas increased immediately. Uh, we operate differently than the rest of our the RV industries because we build to order. Um, so we're always selling out, uh, you know, several quarters, if not years, in advance. So the the pandemic didn't affect our ability to to deliver quality or deliver on time. Um, and, and, you know, un unfortunately we assume the pandemic would continue as it has. Uh, so we've been quite prepared and as a result have not had late or, um, you know, late deliveries or, or RVs that are missing parts like the rest of the industry has experienced during this time. But you had to ramp up production, right? To meet the demand. So because because we build to order um, and we build such a such a special product, right. um, it's it's not it's not something that we ever um, look at in terms of, of ramping up because that quality is so central to everything we do. Um, so of course we had more orders and um, we we look to build on that, but but in terms of a aggressive ramp up like you might have seen in the rest of the industry, that just doesn't fit into you know our core values or or um, you know, what is so important for us to deliver such a high quality product. And, and of course, we've seen, um, we've seen the effects of that in the rest of the industry in terms of 
ramping up and, and many customers being quite disappointed in, in what that means for both the quality and timeline of them actually receiving their product. So how, so how long does it take to build an average travel trailer from Bipolis? Well, we don't we don't release our, our timeline, but it, it, it is a, a it is a it's a love it's a it's a wonderful loving uh, craftsman <laughs> crafts building uh, building process is what I can say. Yeah, the reason why I'm asking is because with all this demand coming last year, people just want to you know I want they want to hit the road already. How long do you have to tell them they have to wait? Well, what uh, I can, what I can say is that, um, you know, we, we, we are sold out much more in advance than, um, we begin, we begin making them. So at this point, it's the demand for them that, um, limits how soon a customer can get their bolus. Right. So who is your average buyer? Um, we attract customers over all age groups, um, We've definitely been seeing more people wanting to get out and enjoy uh, nature in an RV, like we talked about. Um, the same was true for an influx of first-time buyers. Um, so while we don't release our numbers, we're seeing all across the age group, everyone from millennials purchasing a bolus um, all the way up. So and and also considering on how long a bolus lasts, it's a it's a much better investment than a typical RV that may last you seven to 10 years. Um, so generally, whether our buyer is 35 or 55, they're looking for very similar features, looking to adventure off-grid longer, looking to tow with that luxury car, looking to have ease of um, adventure and spontaneity, all of which um, the bolus can really, really provide. So are the younger buyers looking to get into something different out of the RV experience than the older buyers? Um, I think, I think, like I mentioned, there's, there's, um, a lot of flexibility and that's something definitely our younger buyers are looking forward to. So whether it's uh, one trip to go visit family and maybe stay on their ranch, or it's another trip to go to a national park we've all wanted to. We also have many customers who are using their bolus to travel between um, homes and, and stay at destinations along the way they've never considered. So I think, um, you know, that that um, desire for why we all adventure is similar. And of course, people have their own special take on what makes that experience special for them and, and what type of activities they like to do along the way. Are you currently developing any new products that it will appeal to this new generation of luxury RV buyers? So uh, we, we just launched that Terra Firma a, a few right. months ago, and, right. and that was absolutely uh, in development um, to appeal to that you know, new generation of, of luxury buyers. I uh, already mentioned some of those enhancements, um, but absolutely that's that's something we always look to and, and Bolus always has, um, you know, the highest quality materials and the um, most forefront of technology. And so those things are always things we look to include as we continue. Uh, well, earlier we were talking about Airstream collaborating with Pottery Barn. Is there anything in the works for collaboration with other you know, like-minded luxury lifestyle brands or experiences for Bolus? We always look to, to collaborate and, and make really special um, experiences for our customers around um, other like-minded luxury lifestyle brands. Um, I think, I think you know, for example, we, we did a partnership with Bentley when they launched the Bentega. Um, we also were one of Neiman Marcus's um, items in their holiday book last right, year. Right, that's right. Yeah, we, we always welcome the opportunity to work with luxury designers in the interior fashion space. So unbiased opinion. So do you think the popularity of RVs is here to stay? 
and why? Um, for, for, for the luxury <laughs> performance segment, the answer is a strong yes. Um, you know, the luxury tra traveler wants to travel with pets, um, their favorite food, their favorite wine on their schedule. I think these travelers are, are leery of hotels and domestic air travel. Uh, as, as one of our buyers said, if, if the bed bug situation in nice hotels was the cake, then COVID's been the icing, ending that <laughs> comfort level with hotels. Um, I think the future is solid for luxury RVing and the way we address it at Bolus. That audience is not drawn to historical luxury signifiers like size or oversized recliners like you see in, in the rest of the industry. They're, they're looking for that RV that not only inspires them, but also shares their values. Um, that means they're seeking an RV that's well-designed and built with features that anticipate their needs and wants like the terra firma uh, that, we, that we launched this year. Um, and only Bullis really speaks to those needs as it can offer that seamless luxury land travel experience. And uh, we're very grateful we can already see that the future will be exciting for luxury land travel at Bullis. Well, I hope so. Um, so my final question, which I ask all my guests is the luxury item question. So if you were stranded on a deserted island and you could only have one luxury item with you, what would that luxury item be? It can't be any form of air transportation. It can't be an amphibious bolus travel trailer to get you off that island or anything that requires mobile service. So what would that one luxury item be that you would have on that deserted well, Scott, island? Well, Scott, I mean, I have, I have to say a bolus. So, you know, I'd, I'd love to be stranded in a bolus. <laughs> um, I can't imagine how wonderful the solar panels would work and enjoying hot showers and all those other fabulous features while on a deserted island would be, would be pretty fantastic. But if that wasn't possible, I would have to say, um, you know, our signature linen bedding, it's organic and GOTS certified. And I would love to have a wonderful night's sleep under the stars. Oh, that'd be nice on the sand. Just put it out there on the sand. That yeah, was, exactly. It's comfortable. So <laughs> Geneva Long, founder and CEO of Bolus. Thank you so much for joining me on the luxury item. Thank you so much, Scott. That's it for this episode of the luxury item podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this useful and entertaining, I would be really grateful if you can share it with a friend or colleague. I would love it if you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other listeners find us. The Luxury Item Podcast is a production of Silvertone Consulting. I'm your host, Scott Kerr. Until next time.